I shall make it my personal mission to prove that Heaven's Clover exists. But first, I shall give each and every botanist in here a good thrashing. Episode 2, The Dangers of Pleasure. You Philistines. They call themselves botanists. They would know botany if they walked in the midst of a teeming jungle. The scientific community is indeed well known for its cruelty. But even among scientists, botanists are considered a fickle and cowardly bunch. What is that wrinkly old man? I apologize. I said all those things about your Uncle Bertie because I have to say those sorts of things to fit in with the other botanists. I know what botanists are like. I was a friend of your besmirched uncle. What? Yes. He was a very, very good botanist, sir. What do you want, old man? Some say your uncle is still alive, sir. What? Some? Who are these some? There's a washed-up sailor in the old gravy jail, sir. They call him Salty Jules. He claims to have sailed through the boiling ocean with your uncle Bertie. So that insane chief monk was right. Thank you, wrinkly old scientist. Will you beat me now, sir? Hmm... Solander, do I have time to beat this man? Time, sir. I do, I'm sorry, I've got to go. Just the one, sir. I would next time. Uh, please, sir. Lord Banks, your carriage awaits. Why weren't you in the bar, Solander? I had a great time. You would have loved it. What happened to you? You were there. And so, our hero strides manfully to the old gravy jail, the most unsavory and infamous dungeon in all of the gravy aisles, full of locked-up sailors and recidivist jaywalkers and treasonists and witches and animal impersonators and all manner of disreputable scoundrels. You don't often commend me on that bravery, Solander. You should do some more. Yes, sir. Inmate 6.22 and personal pet spider, sir. Pet spider? That's correct, sir. <laughs> Being a good spider? You have. Yes, you have. <laughs> Are you the one they call Salty Jewels? That depends. Depends on what? Um, oh, oh no, it doesn't depend. 
<laughs> I actually am salty, Jules. <laughs> the pens has got nothing to do with it. They say that you sailed with my uncle. I sailed with many uncles, sir. My uncle P, uncle Pat, uncle Patsy, her uncle, her great uncle, her great grand uncle, their uncles, uncles of uncles, some carbuncles, some garfuncles, uncles and uncles from all over the uncle world. The I'm uncle- speaking of a very specific uncle. My uncle Bertie Banks. Uh, well, Bertie Banks. The one and the same. Yes, sir. I navigated him through the boiling ocean. Nonsense. Everyone knows that sailing through the boiling oceans would only lead to certain death. There's a way through, sir. You just have to look for currents. We crossed it, sir. I don't believe you. I've had enough. Guard? I swear. By my spider. Are you what? What's the spider he's talking about, sir? My best and only friend, Crowley George. He loves me, sir. Prove to me that you sailed with my Uncle Bertie. I've seen atrocious things out there, sir. I've seen a tree fall. I've seen a crab with seven legs. I've seen... The birds flying across the sky in abstract formations. I've seen lukewarm water. Stop, if you've convinced me. You wouldn't be able to describe these things unless you'd seen them. You know, he proved once and for all the existence of heaven's clover. Guard! Yes, sir? Let this man out. I shall take him as my personal prisoner. I'm not supposed to give away personal prisoner. It's five shillings. Okie dokie. Well, it's a note that says I owe you five shillings. Oh, okie dokie. Prisoner, pick up your ball and chain. I'm not going, sir. Not without crawling, George. Bring him with you, you fool. Oh, I'll hide him up my knock and cranny. <laughs> He'll be safe there. Come on, George. Up you get. Up in the hole. <laughs> Don't. I really wish I hadn't watched that. If there is one thing we can be grateful for, dear listener, it is that, in your world of small comforts and luxuries, you have been spared the ghastly sight of seeing a grown man put a spider up his nook and cranny. Pray tell, what is that noise? Is it the sound of men folk and women folk gathering in the town hall? Or could it be the sounds of anticipation and indignation at the trial of Angus MacTaganash? Angus MacTaganash! I am innocent, Your Honour. And we're seen stroking the petal of a chrysanthemum. I'm stroking it, sir. I'm in water in it. And my hand slipped. Where's the witness? That's me, Your Honour. I saw him on bended knee. He was having his way with a chrysanthemum. I weren't. I weren't. It was just a light stroke. Like this. Oh, you admit it. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I would never touch a plant. I know the fifth commandment. Thou shalt not touch a plant. Did you receive pleasure from, from Lord Banks? Uh, what a surprise. What an honour. I see you 
No, this is my own personal prisoner for my own personal use. May I take the stand, Your Honor? I'd like to make a speech myself. Oh, yes, certainly, Lord Baron, certainly. Get me my stuff, son, because I'm about to rouse this crowd with a piece of oratory. Of course, sir. Solinda. Yes, sir. Do we have a megaphone? I don't have access to one. What shall I do? I'm making your voice. You're a very good puppet speaker, sir. Thank you. Do you really think so? Yes, sir. Order! Excuse me, general people of the public. I have something to say to you. He's very good. Ladies and gentlemen of Damprot, like you, I am sick and tired the filthy practices of men and women who cannot show restraint in front of Flora. Exactly. We need more restraint. Restraint from pleasure is the backbone of public order. This man is guilty. I am willing to lash him myself. But first, I plead to you. See the bigger picture. I'd like to see your bigger picture. (laughs) Maybe you will. There is nothing wrong with acts of love shown between a man and a woman, but acts of love between a man and a plant are perversities. Good lash him now. Lash Lash me. I will lash him, kind lady, and you. But first, I want to draw your attention to this man. Bring him forth, Solander. I told you to be ready straight away, Mr. Up on the stage. (laughs) Many years ago, this strange-looking man Sailed with my Uncle Bertie in search of Heaven's Clover. Well, there's no such thing as Heaven's Clover. That's just a sailor's fancy. If only that were true, dear gentlewoman. But alas, I have proof that my Uncle Bertie has travelled to the very source of pleasure. In fact, I believe after conversations with this reputable gentleman... Did you hear that, Crawley, George? He called me reputable. He's just speaking to a spider that lives in his body. Quiet, Master is speaking. Thank you, Solander, but quiet yourself. Heaven's Clover not only exists, but is in fact the very source of pleasure on this fair, flat planet. And next Tuesday... I shall sail to it. I can't on Monday. I'm busy. I have a hairdresser's appointment. And for this journey, I need good men. What about women? What about equal opportunity? I just said men. Did I say women? You think women should have women's rights? Women's rights are for men only. You should lash her for even suggesting anything about her. Let me lash her. I have something to show you. Something no man or woman should ever have to see. I will show it for ten seconds. A diagrammatical illustration of Heaven's Clover. Don't do it. But, sir, we shouldn't be looking succulent. It's the sixth commandment. This dreadful day we must disobey the sixth. We must face pleasure in order to destroy it. Solinder! Yes, sir. Are you ready with the curtain? Yes. Did you practice like I told you? Yes, sir. Then unveil it, Solinder. This disgusting vision. Cover it! Cover it! Cover it! Ladies and gentlemen, see the dangers of pleasure when it is unleashed amongst the good men folk and also but not equal women folk? And that was just a diagram. We must stamp out pleasure. Stamp out pleasure! Yes. Stamp out pleasure! This Tuesday at Scumbag Wharf, 
I am formally announcing an unprecedented interview for a crew of men and not women who are willing to risk their lives to stamp out pleasure. We will stare into the eyes of pleasure so that we may destroy it for once and for all. And that Tuesday, they came in their droves to Scumbag Wharf. Anyone who ever needed a free pass out of Damprot, which is quite a few people, and a mixed bag at that. Sailor or botanist? Sailor, sir. Third queue on the left. Ah, you can't take that pig to the job interview. Next. Sailor or botanist? Neither, sir. I am... Excuse me. I am uh, a doctor, sir. Dr. Fancello. A doctor? Of medicine? I can be a doctor of whatever you like, sir. Ah, excellent, excellent. Come this way, Dr. Fancello. I think you might be just the man Lord Banks is looking for. Have you been on a boat before, Dr. Fancello? Well, as a matter of fact, sir, I did crew on the HMS Concatenation. It's not fast the other interview room, Dr. Pincello. It's just across the square. Lord Banks said many uh, applicants, no doctors. Uh, when uh, is Lord Banks planning to set sail, sir? We set sail in two days' time. Two days. You can't leave any earlier than that, can you, sir? No, there's a lot to organise, unfortunately. Not this afternoon? upon the intestinal fortitude. You're fit to be a human being. Be gone with you. But, but nothing. Next. Lord Banks, this is Dr. Fincello. He says he's a doctor of anything you like. Oh, I know what that means. What does that mean? It's a code, sir. Excellent. I have a sore elbow. I know how to fix that, sir. A little ointment followed by a urine bath. Hmm. And also have an early onset gout. A urine bath will fix that, sir. Urine again. And tell me, is it necessary that I provide my own urine? Just that a bath is an awful lot of urine. I know many men yes. can fill a bath easily yes, in the morning. I but I, I, do sometimes I, however, have a little trouble with that department. Oh. A urine bath should fix that, sir. Do you have a doctor's certificate? Oh, yes, sir. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, well, it's all in order. Are you willing to perform a surgical operation? Uh, what, now, sir? Yes, of course, now. You, in the front of the queue there. Yes, sir. What job are you implying for? A sailor, a lackey, culinary, one of those guys with the tight I'm, shirts and the little hats? I'm an illustrator, sir. An illustrator. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Doctor, would you saw you, off this illustrator's leg? Uh, certainly. That one. Up on the table here, uh, sir. It's not entirely necessary. I don't uh, think that leg is necessary at all. I'll just nail down his trousers. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, Excellent bedside manner, sir. Thank you, sir. Now put this between your teeth. Like this? Right? Good. Yes. Now bite hard. And... <laughs> That was so far. You're good. You're hired. Thank you, sir. All right, next. Oh, you, illustrator, yes? Yeah, yes. 
Luckily, he didn't chop off my arm, eh? That's, that's one good thing, because my arm is my livelihood, sir. You sound like a troublemaker, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Tell me your views on pleasure. <laughs> pleasure, sir? Let's say you're walking in the forest and you see a giant spruce in front of you, standing erect. <laughs> I, I just look down, sir, ignoring it. Hey, you look down, but then you see its roots probing into the ground. I would just close my eyes at this point and think of rotting fish. Have you ever touched a plant? No, You no, look sir. like you have. Show no. me your fingers. No. They're plant-touching fingers, aren't they? No, oh, come no. on, we're both men here. I understand the temptation. Look at me, I am flesh and blood. Perhaps as a small child you went to fetch a cricket ball from underneath a gooseberry bush, for instance. A gooseberry bush with its prickly thistles and its Sicily prickles and its plump ripe gooseberries. Plump ripe gooseberries. Plump ripe gooseberries. Well, there was there was one occasion, sir. One occasion is nothing. One occasion is fine, isn't it? One occasion, sir. Get out of here, you pervert! Pop away with your man. Grab the leg and leave. Some people. Hop over the barrel. Finding staff never has been easy. But his ship's crew, Lord Banks, did indeed find. They set sail the very next Tuesday. A day that has gone down in the history books of the future. Sir, is this the last of the suitcases? Have you acquired the scientific materials that I specified? Yes, sir, I have all the scientific... And my snuff? Did you bring my snuff? Perhaps you may wish to go up on deck now, sir. Last sight of land. Cheese? Have we got cheese? I feel certain we've forgotten something, though. Your uncle's book and maps uh, under lock and key in the chart room. Solander, do you hate it when you go on holiday and you have that feeling you've forgotten something just as you're leaving? <clears throat> you know, it's kind of nagging you like you're... Quite, sir. Do we turn the stove on? Oh, what's that awful smell, Solander? That's the sea air, sir. Mm. What are those ones, Solander, with the funny costume? Uh, they're sailors, sir. That's the ship's crew. I don't like the look of them. Are they necessary? Quite necessary, sir. We need them in order to sail the ship. Good morning, sailors. Morning, Mr. Banks. Who's that one, Solander, with a funny stripy outfit and handcuffs? He's your prisoner, sir. I'm your personal prisoner. He's not a sailor, is he? He's our navigator. They both wear stripy tops, don't they? Put him down below with no food. Hurry up. Get back in the hole. Excuse me, sir. On this prestigious moment, would you like me to illustrate you, sir? You've only been on the water for ten minutes. Hop out of my way, you fool. He's getting good on that leg, isn't he, Solander? He's adapted rather well, sir. It's never easy leaving home. Who knows when or if they will return? And what dangers await out there on the watery, boundless, treacherous ocean? Ah, there's nothing like an adventure to make you feel young again, Solinder. Oh, look, a lighthouse. That's the southernmost tip. Say goodbye to Gravy, sir. How long do you think we'll be at sea, Solinder? Two months? Three months? Could be more than that, sir. Could be a lot more than that. The world's quite big, isn't it, Solinder? Yes, sir. Somewhere out there, beyond the bubbles, Solinder, 
beyond the boiling ocean, beyond the furthest reaches of scientific inquiry, we will find Heaven's Clover and my lost Uncle Bertie. Gonna leave fair gravy, my true love lays in wait. We shall cross the boiling ocean with banks to meet our fate to destroy heaven's clover. Left my heart in damp rot with my love. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium was created by Lawrence Arabia, Duncan Sarkis, and Stephen Templer. Written and directed by Duncan Sarkis. Music by Lawrence Arabia. With original artwork by Stephen Templer. Recorded by Nick McGowan. Audio design by Thomas Press and Nick McGowan. Produced by Fiona Elwood. Starring Jermaine Clement as Lord Joseph Banks and Uncle Bertie. Jonathan Bruff as the narrator. And Lawrence Arabia as Solander. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium is a co-production of South Coast Shenanigans and Stitcher. Our executive producer is Chris Bannon. Can't wait for more Bertie? You can binge the rest of Season 1 and start Season 2 right now. To find out more, visit UncleBertie.com. <laughs>